So if you're spending your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, trying to make money, grow money, save money, um, once you reach a certain point, you're really looking um, to uh, not just grow your money, but really safeguard your money. You're looking to make um, different types of, of lifestyle moves and changes. Welcome to Golden Topics, which are personal discussions with a variety of professionals on critically important elder issues. Hi, my name is Miri Hoffman. I'm a mother of three, a gerontologist, and an attorney specializing in elder law. My focus is helping senior citizens to stay in control when they reach significant junctions in their lives. I am a member of STEP, which is a global society of trust and estate practitioners. I lecture on estate planning, and I write on various sites about the relationship between children and their elderly parents and the daily needs of the intergenerational family. These podcasts are personal discussions with a variety of professionals and are intended for anyone who is interested in being enriched with knowledgeable information regarding significant crossroads for seniors. Let's get started. I hope you enjoy it. Today we're going to be talking about mortgages uh, for ages 50 and up with our specialist on this issue, Nata Nagar. So thank you so much for joining us. And uh, why don't you introduce yourself, please? Sure. Thanks for uh, um, having me on. It's really a, a pleasure. My name is Natanagar. Um, I do mortgages. Originally, you can probably tell from my accent, I'm from Chicago. Uh, now I live in Israel, um, specifically located in Haifa. Um, and myself and my two partners, we do mortgages all over Israel um, and probably every single variety that there is. Um, one of the things that the Israeli market you know, slowly started um, awakening to over the past, you know, two, maybe three years, is that a lot of people um, need solutions um, for different stages in their lives. Um, and that's really why um, I really want to go through a lot of not just the challenges, but also the solutions to mortgages for people who are um, 50 plus. Okay. Um, yeah. So let's just start with the basic. Let's just start with what is so special about age 50 and up that we have to have mortgages become suddenly like an issue? So why don't you walk us through that first? Okay, so that's that's a great question. I'm gonna actually take a step back and, and explain from a very fundamental level um, what a bank goes through when they give out just a regular mortgage. And from there, we can really inform ourselves of what's special um, about this age group. Normally when a bank gives out a mortgage, they don't know who they're giving the mortgage to. And so the easiest way to think about it is let's just pretend that you have to get that you're the bank and you have to give out that mortgage. Um, you're going to be shelling out um, upwards um, of a million dollars, shekels, whatever it is. What you really want to do is you want to make sure that you're protected. So the bank has a few lines of defense here. Number one, first and foremost, they want to know that if something happens, they didn't just lose out on um, the money that they gave as a loan. And so they're going to ask for some sort of collateral to back up the loan. And that's essentially the idea of mortgaging the home. As long as the value of the home is larger than the value of the mortgage, then the home is going to be able to cover the loss if that potentially does happen. But that's just the first line of defense, right? The bank's not in the real estate business in the sense that if something does happen, they don't want to always be selling off homes in order to cover mortgages. They're in the business of money, they're a bank. And so another thing that they're gonna do, another line of defense would be to check the income 
um, the total income and the total expenses of somebody who's asking for a mortgage. And what that helps them understand is can they help, uh, can they successfully shoulder the mortgage um, throughout the years, right? So if somebody's making, let's say, 10,000 a month and they have mortgage payments that are 10,000, they're not gonna be successful at paying back the mortgage because life has other expenses in addition to just your mortgage. Um, and so they look for really that that um, you know percentage where statistically they know, and this is really key, banks aren't personally judging you. They're looking to fit you into some sort of group where they statistically know that if they give the money, they're protected. So another thing that they look at is really income. And probably the last thing that they do, their last line of defense, broadly speaking, would be life insurance, um, where you got life insurance, where if something does happen um, and one um, of, of the spouse ends up um, passing away, then the life insurance is able to fully cover the mortgage. And that way you don't have to get into any complicated situations. So if we look at those three, once you get to 50 plus, you actually do start running into some interesting challenges. Your income's probably gonna go down when you retire. So be it 67 or some other age near there. Um, and another thing is that you're gonna have a, a little bit more trouble getting life insurance. What the bank does is they actually limit the duration of your mortgage. Some banks do until 80, some until 82, some until 85. So let's just take a classic example of somebody who's 60 years old. They're gonna have less time to spread out their mortgage. And what's gonna happen is, their monthly payments are gonna end up being higher because if they have less time to pay off the same amount of money, something's gotta give, right? And so that's gonna kind of condense, the monthly payments are, are gonna be higher. And sometimes it's the monthly payments that um, cause trouble. But uh, um, either way, um, people generally find that they run into some sort of, of challenge and there are solutions for those. Okay, so, Let's go now to a next step and say, so what are the needs of and concerns of taking a mortgage as you grow older? Why don't you elaborate about that? Okay, so so oftentimes people, um, and I really learned this, you know, through my uh, um, clients. Oftentimes people go through their different stages of, of life um, and are used to what they've been doing for for the past couple of years, and then find themselves. Um, almost a bit surprised that that um, what they're looking for, what they're looking to get out of um, um, deals, um, investments, all of those types of things isn't quite as relevant, right? So if you're spending your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, trying to make money, grow money, save money, um, once you reach a certain point, you're really looking um, to uh, not just grow your money, but really safeguard your money. You're looking to make um, different types of, of lifestyle moves and changes. So a lot of things that and this is just one example of many that many people don't think about is if you're comfortable renting from your 20s, 30s, 40s, et cetera, once you get to a certain point, you can have the best landlord in the world, but you don't want to find yourself um, in an unfortunate situation where you're 80 something years old and you need to be moving because the, because the house isn't yours and because the owner sold or for whatever the reason is, um, you want to um, sometimes go through with purchasing a home just for the sake of having the stability of the home being yours um, and really changing and shifting your mindset to what now is important to you as opposed to what was important to you is a really great way of, um, of approaching it because a mortgage doesn't last you know, for the next five uh, years. It can go on for 10, 20, even 30 years and even at this stage in life. True, true. Okay. Um, 
So what are the different mortgages that we can, you know, what are our options? And and I'd like us, I'd like you to also really discuss the whole reverse mortgage that we had discussed previously, because I think that would be very important for people here. Okay, fine. So so there are a few different options. Um, I'm going to run through them um, somewhat quickly, and then I'll delve a little bit more deeply into them. Okay, good. Best case scenario, get a regular mortgage. That comes with its challenges. Sometimes you're going to have to shorten the duration, okay? Um, and that means that your monthly payments are going to be higher. Um, but if you're able to do that, um, very often we can find, um, you know, for example, when it comes to life insurance, which generally comes with the mortgage, we can find some sort of an exemption to help make monthly payments easier for the total package. That would be the best case scenario. Barring that, because let's say um, you have, you know, sometimes like I'll have clients who, um, who are 68 and 70 years old. We managed to get a regular 12 year mortgage for them at a bank that was okay with their bottom line. They were um, comfortable making those monthly payments and they got a great mortgage. Um, they were able to purchase the home, they made Aliyah, um, and they're actually gonna be arriving sometime next month in the middle of this entire war situation, which hats off to them. Um, if you're not able to do that, then sometimes your next best option would be to include your kids, right? Because in the specific situation where you're limited, not necessarily by your income, not necessarily because you're going to retire, but just because the banks are only used to getting out mortgages, you know, until 80, 82, 85 years old, sometimes 90, um, it may be actually better to include your children, right? And that would help average out or lower the um, age of the participants taking the mortgage. That would be another solution. A third solution would be a reverse mortgage. And in order to understand a reverse mortgage, um, you really have to flip it. Normally, uh, not intended. Normally, when you think of getting a mortgage, right, the bank's going to look at not just the value of the home, but they're really going to look to see if your income is able to support it. When you're getting a reverse mortgage, you're able to get a mortgage um, without any relation or checks at all whatsoever into your income. How does that work and how does the bank still stay protected? Because they assume worst case scenario and then work from there. They assume you're not able to pay back the mortgage and you have the option of paying it down. So you're able to, but you're not obligated to do so. In the worst case scenario, if something happens, you make the purchase, you get your funding through the mortgage. And if the time comes, then your um, bank and or insurance company, they also give out reverse mortgages, are going to turn to your kids and they're going to say, okay, you guys have a year to sort things out. If you want to pay off the mortgage, that option exists. If you want us to sell the home like we originally planned and use that to cover the mortgage and give you whatever remains, that's also an option. Hang, Once on, you hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's just back up a bit because I don't, I'm not sure people understand. A regular mortgage usually, usually is when people want to purchase a house, they get the fair market value of the house. That's how the mortgage is decided. Let's say it's 70% of the value of the house. And then, you know, the bank has the house as a collateral. With the reverse mortgage, the the bank has the house of a, as a collateral, but it's a little bit, it's reversed because you already own a house. What you're basically doing is you're putting your house as the existing house that you already have that you had purchased as collateral. And the reason being, and correct me if I'm wrong, is because you might have this asset, but you need the actual, you don't have the day-to-day -day money to live. 
meaning you need that money, or maybe you want that mortgage because you want to take that trip around the world with your kids just before, you know, you cannot do so anymore because you're getting older, whatever reason it is, you want that money. You don't have that cash in hand. You have the asset, but you don't have the cash for your everyday life. So that's, that's, that's one way of looking at it. And it also does cover some basis. But the more base way of looking at it is the banks protected not because of a combination of collateralizing the home and checking the income, but the banks protected because they'll give you less of a mortgage. So if a normal mortgage can be up to 70, 75% for your first home, here the banks are willing to give you, um, depending on, on your age, and actually the more advanced you are, then the more they're willing to give you, okay? Um, they, they, they can give you anywhere from one third to around one half of the value of the home. So the safeguard here is that if home prices fall in the future, if you're not able to pay anything down and the interest payments accrue and add on to your original mortgage, they're still going to be covered. Let's say it jumps from 45% all the way up to 65%. That's still a safe enough percent for them to feel comfortable giving the reverse mortgage. What you are definitely right about is the applications and the use of a reverse mortgage are pretty varied. You can take it to purchase a home. You can take it and use it in what's known as a pensioner's mortgage, for example, with banks, as a sort of credit card where you're basically securing a larger line of credit that you're able to pull from each month. Um, you can pull the full amount. You can um, cap it. There are, there are, there are more detailed um, arrangements, but absolutely, you're able to mortgage your home. Um, you're going to get less of a mortgage. The amount's going to be smaller because the percentage is, is going to be smaller. But um, you don't have to check income um, unless you're going through a bank. And even with banks, the income that you have to check is a much um, um, lower bar that you have to pass. Right. And at the end of the day, what happens is when you pass away, I'm assuming that's the end of the day or at the end of this, let's say, 10 year period that you receive that you ask for the mortgage. If you cannot pay it, then the bank will take that percentage from the house. Right. That means you'll have to sell the house and receive and and pay up that mortgage with the interest with whatever. Right. So here I'm going to split reverse mortgages into two categories. One is a pure reverse mortgage with insurance companies. And the other is a pensioner's mortgage with Israeli banks. So far, there are two Israeli banks, I'll say two and a half Israeli banks doing pensioner's mortgages. Um, a bank is still obligated by banking regulation. So that means that they still have to do some sort of an income check, but they don't mind you passing with flying colors by lowering the bar to what's known as a grace loan, where you only have to make enough money in order to pay for the interest payments as opposed to both interest and principal, right? Um, so that's, and they, they're also willing to do a full grace, which is you don't have to pay interest or principal, but on the back end, there are some calculations to be done, which I don't think we'll have time for um, in, in the fine. scope of, of this. Um, a pure reverse mortgage does has an indefinite um, time period. If you end up living until Mev Estrim, until 120 years old, then nobody's gonna come, nobody's gonna take your home, Nobody's gonna, you know, kick you out, Chas Um, and and then at the end of the day, after everything's said and done, the choice is left to your children. Okay. Um, and apart from reverse mortgage, you said there are other options of mortgages. Do you want to elaborate on those? Yeah. So, um, and I'm gonna maybe preface this with, especially if you're an Anglo, income from the states, from Canada, 
from the UK, that counts, okay? So the bank's able to look at that and they feel comfortable if you're coming from an Anglo country, parts of Europe as well, but Anglos definitely, fair or not, do have it a little bit better here. Um, and they're able to look at, at that income and they're able to count it. One of the nice aspects of that um, is that you're able to actually get a business mortgage. So I'm gonna give you a quick example of somebody, he is from the UK um, and he wants to purchase here in Israel because he's not an Israeli citizen and he's a little bit too advanced in age because he's not an Israeli citizen, he's not able to get the, the 70% because of his age, he's he has a bit of trouble also. And so because we can structure it as a business loan, as long as the business um, is able to make that purchase and it makes sense from a business perspective, he's still able to go through and make that purchase, not as a regular mortgage, but as a business mortgage. And especially, especially if you have something like an LLC, something where it's, it's a separate legal entity that's able to make the purchase, that's not necessarily quite in the same way tied down to an individual as a normal mortgage would be. That's definitely getting into the weeds. So the only asterisk that I'll uh, uh, mention there is it has to make sense from a business perspective, right? The bank's not just going to hand out money. They know what they're doing and they're going to um, check properly. As, as long as we come prepared, that's also fine. Okay, so that was a business mortgage. Are there, more, are there any other mortgages or options that are available for people? No, that's that's really um, just about it. Bank Mizrahi Tfachot, um, which I would also like to commend on being the first bank to come out with pensioners mortgages, also has an option known as Hipuch Lovim, where you basically flip. You're able to have parents purchase and children make the mortgage payments. The opposite is also true. You can have children purchase and parents make the mortgage payments. And that um, very often can be a solution if you're trying to get a regular mortgage, but for whatever reason, because of the aforementioned challenges or for a different challenge, um, you're not able to, to do so with a regular, regular mortgage. You can still slide in there and get a regular mortgage, but do it through Bank Mizrach Tzvachod, which is um, flipping the roles. That's actually interesting. I was actually thinking about, I was thinking about maybe when people get married and they want to gift a child at home, but they don't have the, 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 the actual money for that. This is a way that they can help out their kids by paying their mortgage. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that also joins in with um, a whole slew of creative solutions, not least of which is guarantors um, and including that as well. Uh, but yeah, what, what, what I would maybe say um, bottom line, and probably most importantly, is that there are so many solutions. Um, you may not be able to get exactly what you want. I'm not here to make promises that don't exist. But very often, much more often than not, from my experience, people assume that they're not able to get the financing, not able to get the funding, not able to get that mortgage uh, because they heard. And what friends say may be true partially, may not even be true at all. Best thing to do is just to ask. Um, we're going to leave, I think my contact information up, yeah. feel free to, you know, pick up the okay. phone, ask the questions. I'm going to give you the time of day and we're going to think through it. If it makes sense, then it makes sense. Um, and there's, there's really no reason to, uh, tell yourself, no, it's not possible. Um, if, if, if you're able to really, you know, verify if that's really, truly hundred percent true in your case. Okay. So actually, that's interesting, because I didn't even think about it. But there's a lot of reasons really to take out mortgage. It's not just about living it up as we get older. 
um, or just being able to live full stop because you don't have the cash in hand, but it's also a way to be able to help our children um, purchase a house when we don't have enough of the um, base to give to them. This way they can basically purchase a house and we pay the mortgage, which is something that maybe we can't afford to do. So that's an interesting yeah. that I didn't really think about, which is just something that came up now. Okay, good. Um, do you want to give us any key takeaways before we um, end our very interesting discussion today? Yeah, I, I, really hand in hand with understanding that it's not personal also means that, that um, you can do sometimes, not always, but preparatory work to help fit yourself into one of those, you know, aforementioned statistical groups so that the bank would be willing to give you a mortgage. And that, that really offers a lot of flexibility, right? So as long as you understand where the bank's truly coming from, again, on a very fundamental level, um, that, that grounded understanding actually goes a very long way in practically, um, practically providing solutions, I would say. Okay, and I wanna just um, state your contact information for the people who are listening and don't have the video. So it's Natan Nagar, Nagar sorry. Um, phone number is 058-404-2235. And your email is natan, N-A-T-A-N, one omega at gmail.com. Absolutely. Um, okay, great. Well, this was extremely interesting. Very, very informative. These are definitely things that I did not know. So thank you very much for that. Thank you for listening to another episode of Golden Topics. I hope you enjoyed it and that it provided you with important information. Do not forget to click and subscribe to Golden Topics so that you can stay updated on my upcoming podcasts. And of course, please share and invite family and friends to listen so that they can also benefit from the information discussed here. You are also welcome to visit my website, www.lawmirit.com and to follow me on Facebook for more information regarding intergenerational estate planning and the various needs of the elderly population. I'm already waiting for you with my coffee in the next episode.